morning, everybody. Morning, morning. Hopefully uh, everything's coming through loud and clear. Hey, James. Morning, Alison and uh, Alex. How are we going there? Yeah, I can see you guys there. A few popping through now, which is awesome. There's uh, Simon. Good to see a few of you guys uh, on this morning. Awesome to have you here. Um, things warming up at my end. Uh, hopefully you had an awesome weekend, wherever you were. Hope you were safe and well. Got a bit of relaxed time in. Hey, good morning to Stephen and Nathan and Yasmin and Jeff and Jade. Good to see you guys here. Hey, listen, quick intros while everyone's jumping on. Welcome back to the regulars, like Margaret and the rest of you guys. Um, Sineth and Craig and Alex. Nicole, good morning. Morning to you. And there's Michelle. Hopefully your coffee is warm and tasty. For those who are new, give us a shout out in the chat. Say new in the chat uh, or something like that. Jason Witten is my name uh, each morning, Monday to Friday. Get together with a bunch of cool, crazy cats like yourself and talk about property investing. Been property investing over 20 years myself and helping property investors like you across Australia and New Zealand invest in real estate and uh, and uh, have a good time. Hopefully, in the process, uh, this thing is a marathon, not a sprint. That's my catch cry. And uh, buy well, never sell. You've got to buy some good stuff. You've got to go the distance in this game. And um, that's the idea. Hey, good morning, Brittany. Great. Thank you for joining us. Great to have you here. Today, uh, I wanted to maybe chat to you guys about something that, uh, about the idea of creating passive income. We always, all of us, all of us like the idea of passive income, right? When we're talking uh, in our property investing, the idea long term or even medium term is that we might be looking to create um, or replace some or of all of our income in the future from real estate. Put it in the chat for me right now so I've got a bit of a feel. Um, do all or some or are a percentage, how much in the future, what are you expecting from your property portfolio? Is it 50% of your passive income in the future? Is it 100% of passive income in the future? When I'm talking about passive income, I'm talking about the idea that where you are now, you want the rent and the net results of the rent after the costs of owning the real estate to fund your life and lifestyle and future. Uh, chuck that in the chat for me right now, all, some, half, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now, property owned in your personal name and property owned in uh, other assets, um, you know, some places can uh, fund that. Alison's saying 60, so that's great. So how do we do this? How do we accelerate this thing into our future? How do we make sure that uh, Brittany said all of it? I'm, I'm back in real estate 100%. That's awesome. How do we do this? How do we create uh, an income engine, I call it, an asset income engine when it comes to real estate and thinking about what that might look like for you as a property investor? 50%, Catherine, that's awesome. And it's good to know, it's good for you and me to know what are we aiming at as investors and how does the income work? How does income work when it comes to real estate? So um, let's have a bit of a yarn about what that might look like and here's a little something I prepared earlier for you. So I call this the, the asset income engine 
And when we're talking about, all right, what assets are we going to buy? Where are we going to buy them? And when does the income come to us as property investors? Okay. As property investors, what's going on here when it comes to our asset income engine? Now, the easy one to look at, all of us are investing in this space right now, is how we get weekly income. All right. Property, residential property, a house, an apartment, a townhouse is the most reliable income stream in the real estate world, right? Residential real estate in Australia, let's say in New Zealand, is paid weekly. Residential real estate. So I'm just going to call that resi. Uh, I'm going to call that resi real estate. Okay. You buy a property, your property, and you get to charge the rent weekly. And by and large, it's very reliable. Team gang, it's a reliable income stream. And as far as I'm concerned, I think it's the most reliable reliable income stream available to you as an investor in any way, shape, or form. Okay? Reliable. Every week, by um, by and large, 99.9% of the time, you're going to get paid. And I love that about residential real estate, residential real estate. All right? It's reliable and it happens weekly. Now, the challenge is weekly reliable stuff, stuff that's really consistent often doesn't pay um, uh, the highest returns, right? So right now, let's say if we have a look at residential real estate in Australia, you're probably going to receive between 4 and 5% rent. Now, there's some a little bit higher and some a little bit lower, but we're aiming for 4 to 5%. Reliable income. This is the asset income engine. How do we get paid weekly? Okay, um, understand what that might mean. So I like to invest in that space. And percentage-wise, we'll have a look in a minute about where and how much as a percentage we would put into the weekly residential income space Okay, as we go along. Now, let's have a look at where in the real estate world is monthly income, monthly income uh, created and paid for when it comes to investing. All right, monthly. Now, monthly happens with commercial real estate, com real estate, okay? Commercial real estate. You guys have heard me talk about this before. I'm not going to dive deeply into why I'm not a big fan of Uh, commercial real estate when it comes to you as an individual property investor. There's lending issues and other issues that most of us aren't capable or interested or want to have to worry about. But commercial real estate, if you own and buy commercial real estate, it gets paid monthly uh, and there's some other benefits to it and some other negatives. But you would get a monthly income of on average 6 to 8%, let's say. Now, there's some extremes, there's some mores, and then there's some lessers on this, but that's the number, team gang, right? So monthly, weekly from your residential real estate, monthly from commercial real estate. And when we look at the risk-reward ratio between the two, we're going to talk about that in a minute, um, the idea that we might, um, we might understand uh, those incomes in commercial while attractive they can be vacant for a year, you know, 12 months, two years. You might have to completely refit a commercial property 
you know, $100,000 um, to refit, to get a new tenant, et cetera, okay? So we need to think about that as property investors, okay? I'm a big fan of the weekly residential real estate income. That's me. That's that's my 90% uh, of my income, and uh, I can, I'll can i show you what else in a minute. So quarterly, quarter, uh, I don't I think that's how you spell quarterly. I think there's an R in there somewhere. Quarterly, quarterly income. Quarterly income from real estate, team gang. You know, how can you get quarterly income from real estate? Well, um, this is quite an interesting one. And it sort of, it becomes a little bit hybrid here. Actually, property funds. Now, I don't know if you guys check out any of the, the, the stock market, well, property-related stock market funds, ones that um, buy, you know, billion dollars worth of real estate around the world and even in Australia and whatever, um, those funds are actually quite quite reliable, quite good, team, when it comes to the idea that you can create income from them, okay? The challenge is with, with funds, property funds, there's no leverage. You don't, you don't get any leverage, okay? So, um, this is the interesting thing, but I do know, and I have seen and experienced it myself. You can get quite tidy returns from those property funds, and a lot of those property funds are like they buy and sell, and they're listed on the stock market, and they've got what's called liquidity and all of this stuff. But you're still exposed to real estate, but you're getting paid quarterly, okay? Uh, and you know, if they have a bad year bad quarter, you don't get any dividends, right? This That's a dividend outcome, okay, um, when it comes to this stuff uh, as we go along. Um, and the last one, which uh, which I like to, to use as an acceleration strategy for real estate investing um, is this one, okay, um, JV uh, Developments. Okay, JV developments in small little land subdivisions, um, little townhouse lots, and, and sometimes some very boutique apartments. Okay, um, joint venture developments. Now you can, um, and I achieve this all the time. Um, you can get a return between fifteen and twenty percent. Okay, so now have a look at that right now. So if we look at this as a as a bit of an idea of all right, what would we do? As investors right now, if you're looking to accelerate the income a little bit, how could we go about doing that? Now, we've got to understand a few of the rules. Okay, number one, leverage. Okay, so your ability to borrow um, accelerates the returns. Okay, so if we look at it here, team, and we go we go around and, and just this is just a, a rough one, you know, um, Residential ninety percent, commercial maybe eighty, or let's let's just call it eighty percent if you're lucky, but it's more like seventy percent. Uh, property funds uh, zero leverage, and over here as a as an investor, a joint venture investor for development, you're getting zero percent leverage. Okay, so you're not getting leverage in those spaces, so that's hard to accelerate your income in there because it's all done in what? It's all done in cash. Okay, oh, there's my little. Drawing down the bottom there, it's all done in cash. Let me get that right on the screen so everyone can see it. Guys, that's all done in cash. Uh, so, you know, that's 100% cash and up the top you get some leverage, it accelerates, right? Number two, 
you've got to understand the risks, okay? Uh, there's risks, um, you know, versus the rewards, okay? And that's the next part, which is kind of like, okay, well, you've got to understand what, what are the rewards, okay, when it comes to investing in these these different quadrants. This is the four places you can deploy your capital, your money, your income, and get a return on it when it comes to the real estate space. Now, there's some, there's a bunch of weird things you can do, but I'm not going to talk about that stuff because, quite frankly, um, you know, if it's weird and it, and it and it doesn't make a lot of sense, then avoid it like the plague. Let's like I, I can tell you that one. Just do straightforward, simple stuff. It works. It bloody works. Okay. Buy residential real estate now, um, and I've ha- I've had a good chat with a few of you guys about this before, but how do we deploy, right? Uh, Percentage-wise, as we go along, and we can have a little look at what what that might be. For me, for me, maybe for you, here's some suggestions. Um, In this sort of space, we we go into the, um, the, let's do a little chart down the bottom here. That might work for us. Just a bit off the... Uh, there we go. Perfect. Trying to get that right on the screen so everyone can see it. Now, um, when we're in acquisition stage, you guys have seen me do this before. This is acquisitions. This is consolidation. And this is lifestyle legacy. Um, over here, shift that up a little bit. Um, so in this section here, I would be going for, I think that purple, or maybe it's just my eyes here. Um, I'm going to change the color. I would be going for the weekly income here. The weekly income, it's more reliable. Um, this is where I would be building my resi portfolio. You know, uh, you guys have seen this before. You know, between five and six properties is where you got to crack on in the beginning, the early stages of your acquisition. And then what happens is your values will rise, okay? And hopefully over time, those expenses go down. And we're, we're looking for this gap here, which is, you know, what your debts are potentially and what your values are, okay? And in this little gap here, the gap, that can be, that's the, that's the passive income gap. That's the wealth acceleration gap right there, team, all right? So I would start out getting, getting your portfolio cranking pretty well 100% focus on the weekly income. That's what I'd be going for. And depending on where you are, if you need some coaching and some understanding around that, if you don't have any coaching around it, reach out. That's what we do. But, you know, um, first things first, focus on the foundation of the wealth and then you can accelerate the income, okay? You got your, you got your dollars and cents here. You got your properties here. This gap uh, gets to a point where you, you might be creating, let's say, 50K a year in passive income, Okay. Now, that's nothing to be sneezed about. Sneeze at. That's fantastic. There's a couple of other strategies in there. We've already got some debt reduction strategies and whatever, but that's not helping us specifically in this sort of space. Let's say right now you've got access to $200,000 in your ability, in your equity, your redraw, your offset account. What can you do with it? You don't need to buy another property. Now you need to accelerate your income this is where you can consider some of these things, okay? Me, my preference is this one. I like this one. 
I know what I'm doing there. And many of you guys in our mentoring and coaching program are able to connect with us and we can do those things together. Uh, I'm not a fan of this. I, I personally don't think any of you should do it. Uh, there's a few exceptions to that rule when it comes to being a business owner. Uh, a business owner and business owners absolutely should own a piece of commercial real estate where they run their business from, but that's not today's conversation. This one depends on what you're up to, but for me, this is the acceleration strategy that I use. I use the equity from my residential property portfolio to get involved in small, simple acceleration strategies, joint venture developments, okay? So if I deploy my 200K uh, over there, and I'm just going to use rough, very rough figures here. Um, I deploy 200K and I get 20% return. That's 40K for the year, okay? Minus your taxes and whatever, however you pay for it, that's a whole nother story, but that's just your gross. Now you can add that to over here, that 50K minus what it cost you to... Uh, to use the equity, maybe that was 3%, maybe that was 5%, let's say, and now you've got an acceleration strategy uh, along the way, okay? So hopefully that makes sense, team. Hopefully that makes sense. I, in my world, I would only be deploying 10% maximum of your wealth into that sort of stuff, okay? So um, there's some rules in and around that. But anyway, uh Hopefully you're all still there. Maybe I've um, uh, maybe I've got you really concentrating and thinking. Give us a shout out in the chat if that made sense. But um, think of this team. You've got an asset income engine that you need to create. How are you going to create that? And it's not one dimensional. Okay, it's not one dimensional. This thing. You need to think about how do I get weekly income going? How do I get monthly income going, quarterly income going? How can I get the most out of what I have? All right. Um, and just sitting on residential returns is perfectly fine. That's that's the lowest risk you can have because you've got weekly income and it's very easy to understand. But if you want to accelerate it a bit, maybe these a couple of these other quadrants need to be part of your um, uh, education understanding in the future as you accelerate your income into the future. All right. Done. That's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Team, uh, fantastic to hang out with you guys. Join me tomorrow around about the same time. I'm about, about 8.05. Uh, I'm trying to get it, get it going. Some days it's a little bit slower. But, um, yeah, that's about it from me. Hopefully that made sense today, team. You guys be good, be well wherever you are and uh, stay safe and bye for now. See you tomorrow. Bye, team.